Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Science of Yes with your hostess, Pam Heath, the Yes Coach. Each week, Pam will speak about the energy of yes and how you can use it to create an extraordinary, prosperous life that you will absolutely love. Pam has spent a lifetime creating and leading transformational programs and is passionate about making abundance available for everyone through the power of yes. Callers are welcome, and we invite you to like Pam's show before leaving the program. So, open your mind and open your heart and be ready to receive what is possible for your friend, the Yes Coach. Good evening and welcome. This is Pam Keith and I am the Yes Coach and we're here on Thursday evening to have our weekly dose of the energy of yes and how you can leverage that uh, knowledge of the energy of yes and belief in the power of yes to create an extraordinary, prosperous life by design. I'm a life coach and a business strategist, and I specialize in helping you to break down the emotional barriers that block you from what you're committed to achieving in life. You can have it all with the yes coach and the science of yes. My background happens to be in personal development, communication, team management, and organization. And I'm, um, I've spent years empowering individuals to achieve their best results as a legal administrator and an operations manager. And I also spent many years leading impactful transformational programs. And I'll work with you to enhance your ability to create an extraordinary life that you absolutely love. I call myself a yes coach. And the process I designed is the science of yes. So join me on my show here every week on Thursdays at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. I'll guide you in having it all. I believe that anything you want for yourself and your life is available. You can have anything that you can think of wanting or think of possibly achieving. You can have it. You don't have to let your fears keep you frozen in place. You can take on life and everything it has to offer. Say yes life. Please visit my website at www.yescoachforyou.com. That's for you.com. Yes, Y-E-S, coach, C-O-A-C-H, the number four, and the letter U.com. You can go to my website and download a free copy of my ebook, The Yes Blueprint, Scale Your Business to Win. Uh, those of you who have your own business or who are just sitting out with your own business, you can use that book to get some ideas about how to leverage your business to make more money and more revenue and pick up money that you've been leaving on the table that you didn't even realize you were doing. Come on your, my program here every week and get answers to your questions regarding starting a business or creating your business plan or anything on getting your business going. I can support you with that. I focus on conscious professionals as well as creative artists. I'm not a psychic, so I don't do reading, but you'd be amazed at how I can support and guide you if you want life, career, and even romance guidance. Coming from the energy of yes, anything is possible. Our call-in number here is 760-888-5700. Again, I'm here every Thursday night at 8 p.m. Let's talk. 760-888-5700. 
760-768885700. Today, tonight, um, I'm going to be reading you some excerpts from my recently published book, Say Yes, Seven Steps to the Life of Your Dreams. And I'm going to talk a little bit about those philosophies of yes that I've created. It's very much um, on the foundation of the law of attraction. And I am one of life's master um, manifestation people. So um, I want to teach you a little bit about how to manifest abundance, prosperity, and success for yourself, anything that you're trying to achieve. These are very turbulent, um, chaotic times that we're in. And I realize that for many people, there's, there's a lot of fear and there's a lot of uncomfortableness and worry about what the future is going to bring. And I want you to know that I understand that. I actually have compassion for it. And um, I know that for many of you, you don't know what the future is going to bring. You don't know, um, you don't understand, you know, why things show up the way they show up. And so I want to utilize the science of yes and my book, Say Yes, to help you get access to that. So um, I'm going to get a little bit from different excerpts from my book, and then I'm going to talk a little bit about those excerpts and how the science of yes works. This is um, a very practical, very powerful way to relate to life. And yes, it is a philosophy, but it's more than that. So um, without any um, further ado, I'm going to start at my book. Let me see. Let me pick a place. I've been, ever since it was published, I just published my book um, in June, and I've been reading excerpts of it on my podcast ever since, uh, just past the introduction in the first chapter, which is about the process of the science of yes. And I talk a little bit um, about myself and how I came how I came to create this philosophy of uh, the science of yes. So I'm going to start reading now. Though I've always been an incredibly positive person, before I distinguished the science of yes, I didn't fully know how to leverage my optimism to get the things I wanted in life. Sometimes things seem to work out for me or manifest for me almost like magic, like outside of me and not created by me at all. I couldn't understand why other people who weren't positive sustainable results than I could. Sometimes when I was experiencing difficult times or tragedy, I couldn't seem to move through them effectively with just my positivity and optimism. It was when I was going through a significant personal tragedy, the death of my daughter, Alvesta, at the age of 30, that I plunged into a devastating tailspin. She committed suicide, and I was blindsided. In the same time frame, I lost my job of 17 years, I lost my dream home due to foreclosure. They repossessed my car. I lost everything. I lost it all. Two years of my life passed with me just treading water, really not going anywhere, not doing anything, not having any desires or visions. I was barely getting out of bed. Time and space were like a vacuum for me. Living with my mom and her mother and staying in bed for days and weeks at a time. I did nothing. I lived like that for two years. 
Then I woke up from that zombie-like state. It had been two years, and I was alive and existing only. No feelings, no wanting, just breathing. I joke with my friends now when I look back at that time. You see, I prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that it is eating food that makes you fat. During this period, I stopped eating. I wasn't hungry. My mother was worried and stressed and kept trying to entice me to eat. I turned into a skinny person as the fat melted from my body. The fat just disappeared like magic. When I started eating again, I plumped right back up. Usually I can make someone laugh when I tell that story today. It was no laughing matter back then. I didn't have a car or even bus fare to get anywhere if I wanted to go somewhere. Then my grandmother told me it was time to move on. I realized that I couldn't just sit there in her home and do nothing. I pulled myself together, took a breath, and I went out and got a job. Okay, so not just like that. It was 2009, and there was a recession happening. It was brutal. For the first time since I got my first job at 16, I was having difficulty finding work. I had been managing a law firm, running with a staff of eight people. I now had to take a job as an administrative assistant, an entry-level position, and I was lucky to get it. So many were out of work at that time, and it took me weeks to find that job. And a good friend referred me to them when the owner mentioned that I needed a good administrator. And my friend told this guy, I have the perfect person for you. He sent me. I needed a job so I could move and get a home, a car, and get my life together. So I ended up working at a small film production company. I stepped into my position, and immediately they began to fill the chains. At the time that I joined them, they had 19 employees and making small-budget films to the tune of maybe $200,000 to $250,000. Within six months, they had grown to 83 employees, two shifts, and they took on their first film with a $2 million budget. I now was their operations manager. All of these changes happened in six months. It was then that I realized something about myself and what I provide. I empower people to do what they want to do. I say yes, and I got them to say yes. A yes environment offers power to whoever wants to tap into it. And that insight began a journey which ultimately had me leave my job and start my own business, which I originally called Yes Coaching, and then when I incorporated titled Strategic Yes Training. I then began to implement the tools and techniques I had developed over the years and started to teach them to others. I began to transform my life, and I started on the journey to the science of yes. And it didn't happen overnight. It took five years for my process of coaching to formulate. During that period of time, I was couch surfing, riding public transportation, and eating fast food, struggling my way to success. My life began to expand in incredible ways. Now I'm paying forward. I want to give that away. That's why I wrote this book. When I say yes, I'm not talking about semantics or merely the word. I'm not just talking about positive thinking. Yes is a mindset and how you live your life and who you be and the actions you take inside of that. If who you be is yes and what you do 
is sourced by yes, then what you get is a life of power, passion, and fun. And that's all that there is to it. It's not complicated. I call myself a yes coach, and that is who I am. I call my process the science of yes. This book will help you access a straightforward way to go about life that enhances what you are already working on. Now, I'm relying on a few things. First, I'm taking it on stage that you want to take on your life in this manner. You want the yes, I can attitude, and you want to take steps to live the life of your dreams. And that might include the experience of more smiles, more joy, more happiness. You're on the hunt for the pathway to the good life, to the happy, satisfied, fulfilled life. I'm assuming since you picked up a book called Seven Steps to the Life of Your Dreams, that you want your dream life in seven steps. You want someone to tell you what to do step by step. Would you say that's a fair assumption? You might have just been curious, or maybe you wanted to count the steps and make sure I didn't miscount. You might be one of life's little spell checkers or do-it-right machines that are just verifying me. If so, thanks for your support. You can put the book down now. No worries, that's not what we're up to here. You'll be wasting your time, and I wouldn't want you to do that, so go right ahead. Feel free to put it down. I won't be bothered or hurt. I know I'm not for everyone. Like me, you mostly have goals in life, things you want to achieve, ideals you're formulating that you want to advance. You have visions of things you want to put in motion, and I want to help you. Before whatever you're up to inside of all the relevant categories of your life and have you fully functioning effectively, moving quickly forward with everything you desire, and having fun on the journey, getting things done in ways you never imagined. Yes is a philosophy. However, it's more than that. It's a way to approach life. I call it being a yes to life. You challenge the status quo, and you take a stand for your desires, your wants, and your dreams. Owner and founder of Yes Coaching, a business consultant, a professional life coach, a motivational speaker, and an author, I have had the privilege of working with a diverse group of individuals who have wanted to improve their lives and move through the challenges holding them back. If they were willing to take a stand for what they are committed to and wish to believe, there could be a shift in how life occurs and dreams. Working with them, we have learned so much, and it is my privilege and honor to share these things with you now. Through working with my various clients, I've made a discovery that helped me to distinguish this way of life I call the science of yes. Many people believe that positive thinking is the secret to having a life you love and that having a positive attitude will pave the way to make things easier. The yes energy is not about what happens between your ears in your mind. It's about taking positive actions that correlate with the commitments you have in life in all areas of your life. Here is the formula. Commitment plus action equals the life of your dreams. It's not complicated. So I'm going to stop right there. I just read you a portion from the first chapter of Say Yes, my book that was Say Yes, Seven Steps to the Life of Your Dreams. And I wanted you to hear a little excerpt from the book so you can actually start to interact with what I say it takes to be in the energy of yes. 
a lot of people here inside of the work that I do with them in the energy of this, some of the, the concepts from the law of attraction. And it's true. Many of uh, the ideas that I formulated around the science of yes have to do with the law of attraction. And I want you to know that I'm very, very um, powerfully connected to manifestation and creating abundance and success for yourself by visualizing it, by standing in it, by creating it for yourself, in your speaking. Everything about who you are in life is geared towards things going your way and it happening the way you say. I am not somebody who believes that you should be focused on what you don't want or something going wrong with your plan. You should have a plan B in case things don't turn off because there's always obstacles in life. There's always things that get in the way of what you're committed to creating for yourself and what you're setting out and your goals and your milestones. There are things that come up to kind of get in the way. But what you want to know is that inside of that, it's still going to go your way. And, you know, one of the things I get questioned about the most is they ask me, um, what about no? What about um, is it okay to say no? Is it okay to um, be concerned about things not going your way? And what I have to say about that is that, yes, you can say no. There are some things that are actually appropriate to say no to. You're not, I'm not saying that the only thing you say in life is yes. However, I want to bring to your attention that there have been many, many people who have created a world where they say yes to everything. You can read about it in books. People bring that to me all the time. Um, yes, Man, the movie starring um, Jim Carrey which was a comedy. And um, if you haven't seen it, I encourage you to see it. You can stream it. Go on Netflix or Amazon Prime or Hulu and stream it. It's a very entertaining movie. However, I'll say this to you, and um, I realize that there are people who um, don't like to read. They like to watch movies or listen to audibles. But the book, Yes Man, which the movie was based on, is so incredible, much better than the movie. If you get the book and have a chance to read the book, the book itself is quite good. As a matter of fact, the movie took a lot of, um, gosh, let's say creative license. And the, the book is so much more grounded in reality in terms of um, – uh, the gentleman who wrote the book, um, his name was Danny Wallace. Um, he wrote a book called Yes Man. And it really is true that he wrote this book based on a year in his life where he chose to say yes to everything that came his way. And um, the movie itself is a very, very loose adaption of that book. Like I said, it's a Hollywood version of the book. You really need to read the book. There's so much to gain so much to see of, about what it is to be inside the yes energy when you, when you read his book. He spent an entire year, one year in his life saying yes. You know, he, he did so many things that would not have been available to him in his life simply because 
he said yes to everything that came his way, and he had an incredible year. Another um, person who learned about um, the power of yes was what's her name? Um, Chandra Rhymes, I think her name is. She um, is a, a television producer, and she has produced many of the really top shows that are on TV right now, including um, Grey's Anatomy and How to Get Away with Murder. And she also wrote a book called The Year of Yes, and she spent a year um, saying yes to everything. And she distinguished it um, that she in life was a no. And despite her success, and she was quite successful, um, she noticed that she had very little fulfillment, very little satisfaction. And, you know, many of the people in her family, though they struggled with um, material things, they too much more satisfied in life. And she wondered about that, and she just understood she was a no. And so she chose that she was going to spend a year just saying yes. And, again, just like um, uh, Danny who wrote um, Yes Man, she found that being inside of yes made a huge difference, you know, in how she lived her life. So the year of yes, um, yes man, uh, there's so much value in living into the energy of yes. And, again, you know, I'm not talking about the word yes. I'm talking about an energy you know, the energy of yes and how it, powerful it is, you know, and how incredible it is. So um, I just wanted to share, you know, how in the mainstream there are quite a few, you know, things that are considered to be really, really powerful. And... Um, one of them is living in the energy of yes. So um, I wanted to share with you a little bit more from the book, um, Say Yes. So I read to you part of Chapter 1 about what the science of yes is. Um, I want to read to you uh, an experience I had. Um, it's a little story. I'm a very much a storyteller. So um, this happened. Um, my daughter passed away in 2007. She was 30 years old, so she'd be 43 if she were alive today. This happened around the time she was about 11 years old. Um, I'm going to read to you this story that I created um, about an experience I had um, back when my daughter was about 11 years old. This positive energy is not just something that I'm aware of in your life. Many people understand the power of yes. It's just not distinguished for them as yes energy, as I've distinguished it as a yes thing. So I'm going to tell you a little story now about an experience I had when my daughter was about 12 years old. I lived in Los Angeles. I didn't have a car. I was volunteering to support a course delivered by Landmark Worldwide called the Landmark Forum. It was a three-day course, Friday through Sunday, and we assisted the process of the production of the course from 7 a.m. to the end of the course each evening around 10 p.m. 
Our production team was an essential part of the course, and we got as much value out of assisting at the course as the participants in the class did from attending. Our production team was what had the sessions take place since we did everything from running the mics, passing out handouts, and making sure all the chairs were in place and the board work was complete. It was December, and that Friday evening, my daughter was appearing in a holiday recital with her school, and um, it's where the kids were seeing Christmas carols and putting on a holiday show. And I desperately wanted to be at the recital. However, I didn't have a car. And the course was taking place near the Los Angeles International Airport. The recital was taking place in Marina del Rey, which was quite some distance away. And it seemed impossible. And everyone on the team wanted to help me be able to be at the recital for my daughter and have it all. To be able to assist and show up powerfully for the team. And to be able to enjoy being at the recital and support my child. So the arrangement was that someone on the team would take me to this recital and dropped me off, and that person who was babysitting my daughter that evening would bring me back. It all seemed to be set up perfectly. I was dropped off at the recital and enjoyed the show. However, the neighbor who was supposed to be taking me back to the course couldn't take me to the airport. She had to go straight home with my daughter when the recital was over. I would have to ride the bus back to the airport. I rushed to the bus stop, and as luck would have it, there went the bus just as I came running up. Gone. Bam. These buses were an hour apart especially in the evening. It would mean I would have to wait an hour to get back to the airport, and I would be an hour late getting back to the court. I didn't have a cell phone. Cell phones weren't such a commodity back then, and I couldn't call and let them know I was running late or find out if someone could come and get me. I was so frustrated. One of the essential distinctions of the Landmark Forum is having integrity, doing what you say you're going to do and bringing your word. I was going to be late and break my word to be back on time. I was so upset. I sat there at the bus stop and burst into tears. I was so upset that my plans were thwarted. I was upset so much because my plans were thwarted and I would be late and everyone's efforts to get me to my daughter's recital and back again would show up like it didn't work. So this guy was walking by and saw me crying at the bus stop and he stopped and he stared at me and I was embarrassed to have him see me crying. What's the matter, he asked me. Are you okay? And I sniffled, looked up at him, and I explained that I just missed the bus and I would have to wait an hour for the next one. And I was I was upset. I was going to be late getting to the airport to be where I needed to be. He tilted his head and he asked me, why? Why don't you call a cab? Like that was the answer that would resolve the problem. And why was I sitting there crying? And... You know, he looked at me like I was crazy. Didn't I realize there was this thing called cabs that would take me to the airport? And I had my head in chains. I only have $5, I said sadly. Back then, a ride to the airport from Marina del Rey would have cost me about $30. Now it would be close to $60. I looked up at him certain now that he understood that I was broke and I couldn't call a cab and I had missed the bus, so I was a lost little lamb and that's just the way it was. He gave me the funniest look, and he said, why don't you call a cab and ask them to take you to the airport for $5? He tilted his head again and watched for the light bulb to go on over my head. I stared at him incredulously. Huh? He stared back and repeated what he said. Call a cab and ask them to take you to the airport for $5. I still just stared at him. He shook his head. 
turned and flagged down a task as it approached. He did that thing some folks can do when they place two fingers in their mouth and whistle shrilly. Taxi, he called out. The cab immediately pulled up to the curb and rolled down the passenger side window. Leaned in, and he gestured towards me. Will you take this lady to the airport for $5? It's all she has, and she's in a hurry to get there. The taxi driver pulled away and zoomed off. Guess what? I looked at him, expecting him to realize what a silly thing he just did. Well, he turned around and he did it again. Taxi! A cab pulled up again. He leaned in and he asked, will you take this lady to the airport for $5? It's all she has and she's in a hurry to get there. The taxi zoomed away. Without hesitation, he did that two-finger whistle thing and called out, taxi! He did this five times. In succession, boom, boom, boom. The sixth cab that kid pulled up, he leaned in and gestured to me. Will you take this lady to the airport for $5? It's all she has, and she's in a hurry to get there. The cab driver glanced at me, and I stared back at him with big, saucer eyes. He nodded, get in, he said to me, and I jumped up and leaped into the cab. I looked out at this angel who had shown up just the right time for me, and he grinned at me, slammed the door, and kept on walking to wherever it was he was going before he stopped to hail me a cab. I made it back to the course on time with quite a story to tell. Now, I have no idea who that guy was. For all I know, I was touched by an angel. I don't know why that cab driver said yes and took me to the airport for $5. I learned a valuable lesson that day. Ask for what you want, and it will be provided. That is what the man was trying to tell me. Why are you sitting there crying? Figure out how to get what you want with what you've got. It's that simple. Say yes. So I often teach utilizing movie analogies and musical quotes. Get used to it. I'm just that kind of gal. One of my favorites is the genie from the Disney animated motion picture, Aladdin. Have you seen it? I realize that there is a live-action movie out now starring Will Smith. I haven't seen that one yet. Even if they're singing the same songs in the current film, I refer to the animated movie. In that film, when Aladdin first finds and rubs the lamp and releases him, the genie explains that he will grant him three wishes. When Aladdin seems confused, Robin Williams, as the voice of the genie, Sings the song, You Ain't Never Had a Friend Like Me. Now, I won't include all the lyrics of the song on these pages, mostly because I don't want Disney to get mad at me. But the general idea is that the genie wanted Aladdin to know he could have anything he could imagine, and all he had to do was ask for it. He now had a powerful friend who would provide anything, a friend like he ain't never had before. Consider for just a moment, that the universe is singing that song to you right now. Life is your restaurant, and I'm your maitre d'. That's the universe singing directly to you. In Robin Williams' voice, what would you order? A new home? A new car? A new romantic partner? What about your career? The whole point is this. Anything you want for your life is available. All you must do 
is be willing to say you want it. Ask for it. You may have loving, loyal, and powerful, generous friends, but not like this. Manifesting whatever you want for the asking. So that's uh, also a direct excerpt from my book, Say Yes. The power of saying yes and the power of creating and manifesting what you want in life is the power of being willing to stand in that you can have whatever you want. Distinguishing what you want is a gift. A lot of people are afraid to want. Oh, they're too young or they're too tall or they're too short, too fat, too skinny, whatever. There's, there's something wrong with them, and they can't have what they want because of this thing that's wrong with them. And I want you to know that there's nothing wrong with you. You can have anything you want. If you take it on and if you are willing to say it out loud and generate the actions that are correlate, meaning they match your having that thing, it doesn't work to say you want something and live like it's not possible. You have to actually take the correlate steps that guide you on your journey to having that thing. And when you speak to others, you speak from a created context that this thing is yours, whatever it might be, whether it's something involving your career or it's something involving your home or where you live or how you live, what you drive, you know, how you drive it, everything is involved in your creation. When you want to take on what it is that you want to do with your life, then all you have to do is be willing to say you want it, and it can be yours. So my encouragement to you as somebody who is listening to my the sound of my voice here on Blog Talk Radio, The Science of Yes, I'm here every week on Thursday evenings at 8 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. I'm here to guide you, support, empower you, and coach you for what you want in life. I focus my coaching on people who are up to something, people who want to create something, want to start a business, or they want to take their current business to the next level. Everything everything inside the context that you can have anything you want. And you can. I say you can. And part of what I write in my book is how you go about doing that. It's a very practical guide, really, really stresses how everything you take on in life is energy. Everything is energy. So having said that, what I'd like to encourage you to do is to buy my book. I'll tell anybody right now, if you're listening to the sound of my voice and you're hearing me talk about my book, you can buy my book on Amazon. You can buy the Kindle version and download it so that you can read it. If you do that, if you do that, if you read my book and then you write me an email and you can write to me at pamheath at yescoachforyou.com. That's Pam Heath, my name, P-A-M-H-E-A-T-H, at yescoachforyou.com. That's yes, Y-E-S, coach, the letter U.com. Write to me and tell me that you downloaded my book, you read it, and you left a review for my book on Amazon.com. If you do that, then I will mail you 
a autographed copy of my um, the paperback version of my book and autograph it specifically to you. So again, download the Kindle version of my book, read it, and leave me a review on Amazon. I'm playing a game to generate um, 50 reviews for my book within the next 30 days. So play the game with me. If you're listening to the sound of my voice, please download the Kindle version of my book and read it. Read the book and put a review. Obviously, I'm hoping for a good review, but I'm not telling you to not be honest and truthful. Tell me, you know, leave a review for what you thought of my book. Honesty is always best. But leave me a review and then write to me at pansies at yescoachforyou.com. Let me know that you did that, and I will send you. I will mail to you. Obviously, you're going to have to give me your contact information. I will mail to you an autographed copy, personally autographed to you, of my, the paperback version of my book with my compliments. So say yes, available on Amazon by Pamela Heath, the Yes Coach. Okay, so again, we're here every Thursday night at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. The show is The Science of Yes, and I'm here, Pam Heath, the Yes Coach. I'm here every Thursday, and you're welcome to call in with any questions, any guidance requests. The number is 760-888-5700. That's 760-888-5700. So we've been talking about my book, Say Yes, and I wanted to continue reading excerpts from my book. And um, this is from um, the chapter called Walking the Line to Yes. And it's entitled, Say Yes. So, um, continuing reading. Say yes to this. Say yes to power, magic, and fun. If life is a mystery, the solution is yes. If life seems elusive and you don't know what to do, say yes. The science of yes is access to eternal youth. You don't need a mythical fountain, just say yes. You don't need to put your credit card on the table to say yes. You don't need to take off your clothes or walk across hot coals or do anything you don't want to do. You can put a stop to any conversation that you can't do or you can't have or you can't see in your life or your future. You can have anything you want. Just say yes. Your mindset. That's it in a nutshell. The science of yes. It's not about having a perfect life with no down days and no negative thoughts. Life isn't perfect, but it's pretty darn good just the way it is and just the way it is not. Life is a gift, and lo and behold, you get it every day. Don't take it for granted, for it's not promised to you. Open your gift with amazement and appreciation. It's your thought process that creates your reality. Change your thoughts, change your reality. Say yes. Let me first start by distinguishing for you that I don't mean for you to eliminate the word no from your vocabulary. There are some appropriate times to say no. Sometimes you need to put your left hand on your hips, swing your right arm back and forth with your index finger up, and the rest of your fingers clenched in a fist, and you bob your head back and forth, and you say with a snap, no. 
No is not a bad word. And yes isn't the right word. Even though I'm telling you to say yes, what I'm referring to is not what you are saying like the action of speaking. It is who you are while you are doing whatever it is you are doing. Words are not the source of this. The intention of what you are doing is sourced by who you are being. Anything you want out of life, you can have it. Just say yes. Not complicated. Now, as we go about crafting the life of your genes, we're going to remold your life to be of a positive mindset. No, not positive thinking. What this is about is what happens between your ears. Oh, pardon me. What this is not about is what happens between your ears and your mind. Nor is it about what you say to people or yourself. What this is about is you being someone whose life revolves around being open and available to receive and who takes actions necessary to receive. We don't go through emotions, those of us living in the science of death. We take it on. Full tilt boogie. As my favorite celebrity Yoda says, do or do not. There is no try. No, no, say yes. Now I could tell you to say no. Say no to stress and stress-caused illnesses. Say no to unemployment and being a victim of your circumstances. Say no to emotional abuse and toxic relationships. I could tell you this and call my process the things to say no to or the science of not being no. But I'm not going to do that. Why? Because one of the biggest lessons I'm going to teach you is not to affirm with your speaking that's what you do not want. Check it out. You don't go into a restaurant, the menu, and say to the server, first off, I don't want pancakes, so don't serve them to me. I hate pancakes. No pancakes for me. Are we clear about the pancake thing? You wouldn't do that, would you? I hope not. You also wouldn't walk into your local Walmart or Target and call the sales associate over and say, don't you dare show me any clothes that are red with black polka dots. Don't do it. I don't like red with black polka dots. I want none of that. I don't particularly like blue with white polka dots either. You know what? I don't like polka dots. I don't want you to show me any clothes with polka dots. So don't do it. I don't like that. And you wouldn't do that, would you? Well, I hope not. That would be absurd, wouldn't it? It sounds silly. Why would you lead with what you don't want? You tell them what you want. You order it right up. So why do you not do that in every aspect of your life? You say things like, I wish I had another job. I wish I had another life. I don't want this life. I wish I had another job. I don't want this job. I wish I had another car. I don't want this car. I don't want so-and-so to talk to me that way. I don't want that kind of man or woman. I don't want that. I'd like you to consider that when you say out loud the things you don't want in your life, you're bringing attention to what you don't want and bringing energy to it with your speaking. Well, who cares what you don't want? Why would you establish what you don't want? One of the greatest lessons I teach all my clients is to be incredibly careful what words come out of your mouth. The universe is listening. Saying out loud what you don't want and what you don't like or what you hate 
is bringing energy and intensity to something for which you have no interest. Can you imagine bringing that level of energy to what you want in life, that depth of intensity? When you set out to produce results, there will be obstacles. It's easy to maintain a good attitude when things are going well. But staying the course when things are not going your way takes willpower. Think about it. You want to start to develop things to do when you're not fully present yet. Something didn't go your way or you're dealing with a disappointment in your life? What do you enjoy that will help you achieve more focus and put you in a good mood? Think about it. Just take a moment to reflect on what it is that you think you might like to create for yourself and your life, something that you want and you haven't been willing to acknowledge or appreciate or say out loud that you want it. I'm just going to be quiet for a moment, for 20 seconds, and I want you to give it some thought. Have you thought about it? Structures you can put in place to keep you on track when you start to feel bad or lose the energy. For me, I often listen to uplifting music. I enjoy movie scenes like the theme to Rocky, Gonna Fly Now, or I'm particularly fond of the Chariots of Fire theme, or some pop songs like Fight Song by Rachel Clayton, or any music from Kirk Franklin. I danced at my wedding to the waltz called Once Upon a Dream in the Disney animation Sleeping Beauty. Music creates an environment that stirs the soul and moves the heart. It's a theme in my life, this theme that dreams come true. Another structure I use when I'm not feeling the yes mentality, I will call people who are in the yes space and speak with them. I admit there are times when treating myself to something good to eat will draw me into action. Find out what you need to do and do it. Perhaps a relaxing, potent shiatsu massage. Mm. So that's the end of that section. And I'm going to stop right there. I've been reading excerpts from my book during my podcast because I want to have people hear what it is that I've been saying, start to relate to it, and actually think about applying it in your life without having to buy the book. But I encourage you to go to Amazon.com and buy the book. The book is by myself, Pam. He's the Yes Coach. It's called Seven, Say Yes, Seven Steps to the Life of Your Dreams. And I've been reading excerpts from it. And I'm here every Thursday night at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. I'm here to support you and to give you power and to let you know that there is something called Yes. The universe resonates. That's the energy of Yes. And if there's something you want or something you want to achieve in life, you can do it utilizing the power of yes. And I see that we have a caller who's called in, and I don't know if they want to ask a question or they just want to make a comment about the excerpts from my book that I've been reading. So we're just going to um, um, tune in and see what they're up to. So just a moment. Hi, this is Pam Keith, the Yes Coach. Who's this? Hi, this is Katie. Hi, Katie. Where are you calling from? Um, New York. Wow, you're up late, girlfriend. I'm always up late. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
did you want to ask me a question, or is there something that you wanted to talk about with regard to the science of yes? Sure. I just actually happened to, um, to tune in so that you have a few minutes. Um, I am moving, right, and I've started um, – now, I don't have everything situated. Like, I don't have to, you know, go pick up an apartment, get a car. It's a lot of different things I have to do, but I kind of am, like, packing up or, like, going through my clothes and things, and I'm just starting to feel um, kind of, like, overwhelmed. And mm. – you know, and I'm feeling like uh, even though I moved before on my own, I'm just feeling like I'm kind of doing this on my own or I guess I feel like it would be easy if I had a man doing everything and paying for everything. It would be, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you and me both, honey. Yeah, it would be really, really easier. So I'm just wondering how can I apply yes to kind of, Smooth things along, or help me get in touch with my feelings, or help the universe help me, or or what? Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out how can I apply it. Well, you know, it's interesting because um, a lot of what I teach in the science of yes has to do with asking for what you want, and what you want is you want somebody to support you and empower you, and perhaps even bankroll this move, and that's something that you can actually create. That's easy to mm-hmm. create. It's funny that you say it would be nice to have a man who's in my life and taking care of all this because in the back of our minds, that's how we relate to men. Like, they do all the heavy lifting, right? Right, yes, and, yes. <laughs> yeah, and nothing's wrong with that. They're a great species. They're great. Yeah. You and me, like, I have a son. I have an adult son, and that's his job in life is to do the heavy lifting. It's like, I don't do that anymore, right? Right. But here's the thing. What you have is a situation where you need to move and you need some support and some help. And if right. you take it on to ask for what you want, what you need, and what you're creating, does it matter to you how the universe responds? Now, I didn't actually really? say I didn't have the money to move. I actually do have money, but I want I'm, well, I, when I, didn't I move. Well, I hear you say that. Yeah. I didn't hear right, 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 right. I didn't say I want to use it. <laughs> I didn't say I want to use right, it, though. exactly. In other words, I, what I'm pointing to is that it, what you want is for somebody else to do it, and okay. you just, like, manage it or supervise it or whatever. Yeah. Something like yes. that. So you're saying I can act for it? You're saying I can exactly. act for it? Exactly. You actually ask You mean for ask the you universe for it. Exactly. Ask for what you want. In other words, I want this to go smoothly. I want somebody else to take it on, so they're doing the heavy lifting, perhaps even um, – bankrolling it, I want somebody else to to take this on with me and actually do it for me. Now, you have to look and see, I'm saying that because it's what I'm hearing, but you have to couch it how you want to say it, but I encourage you to ask for what you want, not what you think you can get. Okay, so say universe. I, you know what the funny thing is? My friend of mine just asked me how I'm doing on Instagram, and I told him, I said, I said, you know, I'm packing everything. I said, but I wish I had a, a baller, and I put a dollar sign, that would pay for, that would help me move and pay for my move and just tell me, you know what, girl, leave all them clothes there. I'll buy you new clothes. You can get your old new clothes when you get where we get to the town you're moving. <laughs> so I actually did just tell someone what I want. <laughs> exactly. And you know what? I tell people that all the time. You laugh. I do it all the time. 
And a lot of times it's really funny. Sometimes the person will say, oh, okay, well, you go, girl. And sometimes someone will say, okay, I'll do that. And it happens to me all the time. All I'm doing is sharing with them what I want. I have a tendency to be out loud about my wishes and my vision and my desires. And I can't tell you how many times someone has said to me, oh, I can do that for you. I'll do that for you. Oh, I have that. Oh, I know someone who could give you that, and they just do it. And I didn't say, I'm I'm going to tell you something I need right now, and I want you to go get somebody who can do that. That's not what I said. All I did was say what I wanted. I asked, and the universe provided. So are you also so asking, I'm, so are you asking the universe and asking people? Like, how, how, how does this right. work? In other words, you're saying it out loud to people. Yes. So if I say but I want a new car, which I do, so tell tell because yeah. I, I I've been saying, you know what I heard today because I'm really intuitive too. So I'm I'm like I'm asking, I'm saying, um, I know you can command stuff instead of just asking, like you know instead of saying, angels, yeah. hey, please help me. You could you could you could command energy and and things like that. But I'm also what I got today because I went down by the water was to ask with my vibration, because you don't just yeah. ask with words. You can ask with um, vibrations and with symbols. So I was getting like, I know when I act, like to try to start raising my um, uh, raising my vibration. That's kind of what I was yes. sensing. But I am wondering how do you? So say I want a car, which I do. So I'll yes. say, angels, I'm ready to receive my nice uh, BMW yes. G. Right, and what year? Twenty twenty. Yes, I'm ready to receive my 2020 BMW G, my 2020 Range Rover. Okay, what color? White, with white seats. So when when you get specific, the universe can deliver. Okay, so what you want oh, to start doing? So interesting. Okay, because I always yes. thought they say when don't be so specific, like the universe bring it to you. Yeah. Okay. Yes, the universe will bring it to you because you're. Your demand, and it's interesting, too, I'm really glad that you brought up this thing about a demand and a request. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because the universe does respond to commands. Okay, it does. Yeah, it does. Some, there are times when you've earned it. You know, I, yes. I usually tell my clients, it's kind of funny, I've been with Amazon since the beginning. And there used uh-huh. to be this thing, I don't think they have it anymore, but there used to be this thing when you order something on Amazon, and you expected it, let's say, you know, Wednesday, and it doesn't come. When you mm-hmm. log on to Amazon, they used to have a, a a button called "Where's my stuff," and you click on it, and it tells you where your order is, and it helps you track your order. Mm-hmm. And I tell people the universe has the button like that. Where's my stuff? And you ask just like you don't go to. It does. It does. You don't go to the Amazon and go. And go, oh, my God, I'm not pretty enough. I'm ugly. I'm skinny. I'm fat. You know, you don't do that. I ordered this, and it's not here. Where's my stuff? And that's how you are with Amazon. That's how you can be with the universe. Where's my stuff? I said I wanted a BMW white. This one's silver. Where's my stuff? You know, <laughs> you can be that way because there's you're not going to get in trouble because it's not arrogant. It's not, you know, a lot of people are concerned that it's materialistic. It's not. You just you're asking your father, but nothing's asking, wrong with being materialistic, and I think that's the exactly. problem. We were shamed about it, and we we are material, we are physical, exactly. and it, you know it's, it's, like, it's wrong it's like for I, us to Madonna feel shame song. over that. Exactly, it's like Madonna's song. I'm a material girl, 
And it's not yes. bad. It's only bad when you when you chase that at the um, exclusion of all else. Right, right. It's, it's, I, that's I, I the only thing. Is you got to focus. You got to focus on what works. But it's it's fine. Why shouldn't you have abundance? It's your birthright. You know, you should right. ask for what you want. And why I say say it out loud, like you tell people, because your guardians, your angels are around you all the time. And people operate like they can read your mind. I promise you, you have no idea how chaotic it is in your mind. You have no idea. Don't relate to them like they can read your mind. Speak out loud what you want. Be specific. Put the details. Because what they okay. yeah, they have many channels available to them, channels you can't even comprehend, okay? If you tell yeah. them what you want, they look at the channels in which to deliver. If you're big, okay. they, they're not clear what you want, and they don't have as much reach because they're not clear. And I tell people all the time, you think they read your mind. God help you. You have no idea how chaotic it is in there. You think they, you want them running around in your head? They need a bodyguard. Right, so you're they saying tell, tell them specifically and tell people specifically. Exactly. So I'm getting ready for my new car, that BMW, that white one I told you about. This is where I'm going to park it. That's okay. Like it's a done deal. And someone might say to me, well, oh, my God, where are you going to get it from? I don't know yet. I don't know where it's coming from. I just know I'm going to have it. As a matter of fact, I'm expecting it in the next two weeks. And people will look at you like you're crazy and you're anxious. Oh, my God. I have to, I'm going get, to get your book, and I'm going to call you. You know what? I'm just so used to being around haters, and when I would say my yes. dreams, they'll say the opposite. So now I don't yes. necessarily say them out loud to people because yes. I'm used there's to them a, hating. There's a, there's a chapter in my book about that because the, there, people are jealous and envious. Yes, they are. They are. And when you say stuff, they try to, to kill it off. Yeah. So it's very important that you are careful who you say stuff like that around. So don't, well, if you have naysayers and people that poo-poo you, don't, don't yeah. talk like that around them. Because their energy is, it battles the signs of yes. The vibration of yes has to, has to rise up and do battle. You don't want to do that. You don't want your energy right. spent. Right, you don't want to even there. create that thought of resistance. Exactly. So if those are the kind of people, don't say that kind of stuff around them. People like me, people who empower you and what you're up to is the people you want to yeah. say that to. Because what will happen is they'll smile. You'll see. You'll know. They'll smile. They'll nod. And they'll be, you go, girl. And that energy adds to your manifestation energy. And you will yes. get what you want. Oh my God! Thank you so much. I'm like definitely there everywhere. No, there are, there are, there are. There's, um, there are. You know what? I, um, I was just thinking. I'm so used to people. Like I'm always like a giver, and I'm so used to people. Like I know people who would hide their personal trainer from me. Like they didn't want their, they didn't want to share their personal trainers with me, and um, there's this girl that I know. She's like friends with another friend of mine, 
And she was like, you know, if you ever need help, you know, just reach out to me. And she works out all the time, and she just happened to invite me out. Not only did she invite me out, she introduced me to this other group who just does all of this free workout, free training, and they all just have such a positive, high energy, and they all just sharing. And I'm just not used to people even sharing with me and helping me like that. You know what I mean? I do know what you mean, and my encouragement to you is to seek those kind of people out. And it's, I recognize that sometimes the people in your life are your family, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. and you can't just, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. cut them out of your life. But those I mean, yes, a whole you lot can, time. but... <laughs> yeah, right. you can, you know, but they always ever will be your family. But I encourage right. you, not, don't, don't, don't be like hanging out with them, trying to tell them what you're up to because their jealousy, mm-hmm. their negative energy. And then energy. they'll do it. Yes, and then they'll do it before you mm-hmm. do it. Yeah, they'll, yeah, yeah. They, they'll put a damper on you what you're trying to do. Exactly, and the point of it is that, trust me, there are people like you, like-minded positive people living in the yes, all you have to do is seek them out. And people yeah. know, I just had an incident today, people know, if you come at me with negativity, you, I will walk away from you so fast, you, you think you were wearing garlic, okay? I will run from wow. you. I do not tolerate negativity. I won't listen to negativity. I won't allow negative energy. Failure is right. not an option, Ram. There is too much power in yes. And I love you and walk the other way until you're ready to be open to receive positivity. And, and the same lady that I hung up on called me back two hours later and she was calm. You know, I said, you got, you cannot talk to me this way. I won't listen. Wow, I love that you stood up for yourself and stood yeah, up for your energy. I love that. Is fear. They have fear, and they're afraid, and so they spray it on you like perfume. And I'm sorry, I don't wear that perfume. Yeah, they definitely I, transfer I their, like, their garbage onto you. Exactly. I Like, homie, don't play that. Uh-uh. Keep that yeah. away from me. And you have to be a, a, a demand, and your angels will appreciate it, because everything you let in to your um, energy, they have to deal with. Wow. And your will, they will reward you. Thank you for that. I appreciate that. Because they have been, it's like farts. I'm sorry to be so gross, but it's like <laughs> farts. When they come around with that negativity, and your angels have to smell it. You know? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what you, you have to manage yeah. that. No, 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 uh, 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 no, no. No, I don't, I don't play that. <laughs> And you just walk away because your angels will thank you and they will reward you, I promise you. So our time is up for tonight. I, I Thank you so much. You I definitely will check your book out. And What's the name of your book on Amazon? It's on Amazon. It's called Say Yes, Seven Steps to the Life of Your Dream. If you can't remember okay. the name of the book, just, just do a search for my name, Pamela Heath. Pamela Heath, okay. like a candy bar. And if you buy okay. the Kindle version, I'll, I'll send you. I'll send you the paperback version autograph. I'm looking for people to review it on Amazon. Okay, so you're saying that when, if I once I get the, I guess on Amazon they send you the paper copy. Right, but the, I'm saying if you download the, the Kindle copy, it's free. You know about Kindle, right? Yeah, yeah, my Kindle, I've Kindle. Yeah. Read okay, you're saying I can download it and, and write a review. 
Uh huh. If you do that, then write me an email. Tell me you did that, and I'll mail you a, co- a paperback copy of the book with my autograph to you personally. Oh my God, I would love to help you and support you, and you're helping me too. Thank you so much. I definitely yeah. will do that. Thank you. You're welcome. So you have a good evening. We're here every Thursday night, and I will talk to you soon. Okay. Bye bye. You too. You too. Bye bye.